Hello, hello. Len Tillum here. I'm a lawyer. How do you like this podcasting? It's working out pretty well, huh? We're getting calls. You can call in 800-996-4505. You got legal problems. We'd love to hear from you. By all means, call it in. 800-996-4505. We're doing four or five calls a day. Actually, it's probably the length of a show, but you got no of those stinking commercials. This zips right through. Download the podcast, subscribe to it, and of course, tell a friend. Let's start today's show. Here we go. Isaiah in Richmond. Len Tillum, Isaiah, why are you calling a lawyer? Yes, hi, Glenn. Uh, my ex is uh, falling for custody on my five-month-old son. Uh, she's using the argument that she's in an abusive relationship, and she's called the police saying that I've threatened her. When, in fact, I'm never the starter of our arguments. I do my best to leave. She uses her body, or she'll, like, she'll stand in front of the door. And, like, when I try to leave, she will not move. She insists on staying there. And I've asked her repeatedly to let me leave. She will never let me leave. And then she'll turn around and report you to the cops for hitting her or something like that, right? Yeah, like she'll hit me, and I'll defend myself. I'll push her back, and then she'll call the cops saying that I hit her. Did you ever get arrested for uh, you know domestic violence? No. Okay. So, um, but, like, are you living with this woman still? No, we we don't live together. Okay. And how old is the child? Five months. A boy. Yeah. All right. Are you? Have anybody been to court yet for uh, custody or child support? Have papers been filed? Uh, papers have been filed, um, but we haven't been to court yet. All right. So what, what's going on is, realistically, neither of you is going to get full custody. It, the courts don't do that anymore. You know, I, I mean, if you're paying child support and you want to visit with your kid, you certainly can do it. The court won't deny visitation rights to a parent unless there's serious problems. Now, how, how old are you, Isaiah? I'm 22. So you don't have a lot of money for lawyers and, and child custody cases. and You don't have 10 grand to throw at lawyers, do you? No, I don't. Neither did I at 22 or 30. So here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Every county, you're in what, Contra Costa County or Alameda County? What, what I'm in Contra Costa. And what county does the baby live in? Alameda. All right. So probably you want to do it in Alameda County. Or you, were you ever living in Alameda County? Or did she file in Alameda County? What what county has papers been filed in? Uh, she's filing them in... Uh, Alameda, right? Contra Costa. All right. No, so, in Contra Costa. All right. Contra Costa County, if that's where she lives. Um, but she actually lives in Oakland, but she just filed them in Contra Costa. She can't just pick a county to file them in. You have to be living in the county for six months. So you better... Uh, I mean, you don't live in Contra Costa, and neither does she. What the hell is she filing in Contra Costa County for? She's going off steam, just doing whatever. All right, here's what you have to do. Here's what you have to do. Um, every, and start in Contra Costa County, because that's where the papers are filed. Every county has what's called a family law court facilitator. This is not a big, complicated case. You don't have a house and a lot of money. You're, how old is she? 20. Yeah, she's 20, you're 22, you're just starting out in life, you don't have much, there's not a lot of money to fight over, the lawyers don't want it anyway. So, the family law court facilitator will help you fill out all the papers you need, check the boxes you need, get it all together. 
So take some time, call them up. She probably filed papers saying she, she wants to get a paralegal or somebody to fill out papers for her, saying she wants full custody and you're an abusive person and you're dangerous. Something like that, right? Hello? I lost him. Damn cell phones. All right, I lost him. Family Law Court Facilitator, Isaiah, and they will help you fill out the papers and get it right. you got to do the paperwork. You can't not do that. Don't, you know, because if you don't show up in court, you'll lose by default, and she will get full custody. And your son needs a father in his life, and he needs you there, and you need to support him too. So Family Law Court Facilitator. Barbara in San Lorenzo, Len Tillum. How come you're calling a lawyer, Barbara? What about my son? I, I loaned him twelve thousand in uh, two thousand five. He has never, never, never paid it back. How old are you, Barbara? Seventy-two. And where are you living now? I'm staying with him now, but I have to, I have to, I have to get out by the. Wait, wait, wait a second. You gave your son twelve thousand dollars. Tell me your son's first name. You want to do that so we can. No, what the, what's his name? David. Okay, you lent David. When did you give him $12,000? 2005. And how long have you been living with him? I just been here, it's, it's, it's not even a month yet. Oh, so now he says to you, move out. Do you have any money in the bank? No. The only money you had was the $12,000 you gave him? Yes. How, and how old are you, Barbara? Me too. You said that. I'm sorry. Okay, wait. Wait a second. You get a social security check, don't you? Yes. How yes. much is that? Eight oh one. And do you get any yes. other pension or any other money coming in? No. No. Well, you live in San Lorenzo. Where can you rent a place and feed yourself on eight hundred and one dollars? Well, see, I'm going to stay with my boyfriend. Oh. Okay. How old is your boyfriend? He's a uh, seventy-five. All right. So are you calling me because you want me to break your son's legs or to sue him? What do you want from me? How can I help you, Barbara? I'd like to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what? Sue. Okay. So you want to sue him. Are you ready to sue your son to get the money back? Yes, I need it right now. Okay. Look, you lent him the money in 2005, yes? Yes. Yes. Do you have anything in writing? No, that's a trouble. Has he, since 2005, said to you, like in the last couple of years, since 2010, said, Mom, I owe you the money and I'll pay you back? Has he ever said that to you? No, he said nothing. Okay, see. I asked him to, to, to give me some money for the, an appointment. He won't even do that. He doesn't have anything. Um, oh, he's got no money anyway. Is that true? Well, that's, that's what he says. What does he do for a living, David? He has his own business. What kind of a business? He's a credit consultant. A credit consultant. This deadbeat rips off his mother, doesn't pay her back, and he he helps people with their credit. So it goes. Here's the problem. There's what's called a two-year statute of limitations. This is an oral contract. So if you were going to sue him, you would have had to do it by 2007 because he lent you the money in 2005. Um, You had two years from the date he was supposed to pay you back to sue him, 2007. It's too late. The reason I ask you if, like last year, he said, yeah, I owe you the money. That's called a reaffirmation of the debt. If he admits yeah. owing it to you, even orally, um, then 
the debt rears its ugly head and, and you could sue him. Let me, I think, okay. forget about suing your son, Barbara. You know, it's, here's what you can do. You qualify for SSI. You don't have any money in the bank, do you? No. All right. What county is San Lorenzo in? Is that, what's that, Contra Costa County? Alameda County, right? Yes, Alameda County. Okay. I want you to call up the Alameda Department of Social Services because you qualify what's known as SSI, Supplemental Security Income. You've got less than 900 a month. You will get money. You might get some food stamps. They might even help you with your Medicare payments. So I would call the Department of Social Services and ask about getting some SSI. They'll give you some more money each month. But in terms of forgetting your son, in terms of suing your son, it's not going to work. Okay? Uh, How long have you had this boyfriend? A long time. Is he good to you? Does he love you? Yeah. (laughs) So I would, and he's got room for you in his house and he wants you there, right? My son is trying to say he doesn't have the room now. That's what he's trying to say. Who doesn't have the room? My son. No, no, I know your son doesn't have the room, but the boyfriend has the room, right? No, he's, no, he doesn't have a place. He's looking for an apartment, too. We're looking oh, for an apartment now. Oh, maybe you can look for an apartment together. But call the Department yes, of Social Services, all right? Social Services. Department okay. of Social Services. If you call my office on Monday... I'll help you do it. You got that? We're in Sonoma, okay. but I can help you get SSI. We have Arden Kwan, okay. who does social work and medical, and, and I can help you at no charge get SSI in Alameda County, okay? Okay, so, so what time should I call you on Monday? You call the office. You got a pencil? I'll give you the number, okay? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 707-996-4505. 707-996-4505. You call about 10 or 11 o'clock Monday morning, ask for Ray, R-A-Y. That's a woman. She oh, will help right, you. Okay. And I'll tell them what's going on. And we will help you at no charge, take care of all the paperwork. We'll get you some SSI. That's the okay, least I can you. do. Okay? Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. So what do you say? Not, not good to be 72, broke, no money. You're living with your son who you lent money to and he's throwing you out. And your boyfriend doesn't have a place to live either. Some people have hard lives. Aurora in Los Angeles, Aurora. How come you're calling a lawyer, Aurora? Because I need help and I don't know who to turn to because I was talking to my niece. She lives in San Francisco and she told me about you and to call you that maybe you can help me All right, get tell- a lawyer. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Take a breath. Start from the beginning. Tell us about yourself and what your problem is. My problem is that my daughter tricked me into turning my house over to her in 2008, and she promised that she would never sell my house, and that if worse came to worse, she was going to sell her house first. And now four years later, not even four years later, she's trying to sell my house. And wait, I don't wait, want wait. her to sell my house because this house was my mother's, and I've lived here all practically my life, <sighs> and I trusted her, and she's a person that has a lot of money, and I don't have any money. Yeah. If I move from here, I won't be able to be even rent an apartment because I only get $567 a month. Wait, wait a second. Let me ask you some questions. How old are you, Aurora? 85 years old, and I'm disabled. And the house you're living in in Los Angeles, is that the one you gave your youngest daughter? Yes. Okay, let me ask you a question. Why did you give her the house? I don't understand that. 
That's because she told me that she wanted to open a, a business, a her styling business, and she didn't have money, and that she had mortgaged her house to the top. That if I could help her, and if when she got started on her business, she would give me back my house. But she went and mortgaged it for over four hundred thousand dollars, and I've been paying for the last four months three thousand dollars because I had money for my funeral, and I don't have anything now. Wait, 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 Aura, Aura, your daughter. Mortgaged your house after you gave it to her, took $400,000 out of it, and you're paying the mortgage payments? This last four months, I have, and off and on, she's always come to me, and she makes good money because she works in the movie industry. What does she say to you? How could she have the nerve? How could she have the nerve to take her mother's home, spend the money on whatever, and then make you pay the mortgage? What is she, how does she justify that? Off and on. She, she was paying off and on, but when she didn't have any money, she come to me because she works in the movie industry, makes a lot of money, but I don't know what she does with her money. And when she didn't have any money, she called me like last April. She called me on the 17th and said, Mom, can you pay the April mortgage because I don't have any money? I said, well, you just came back from Florida and worked from March until October, and you made all this money, and you don't have any money? Oh, because I thought I was going to get another movie right away. But she didn't. Aurora, you would have to sue her for fraud and go to court. And how much is your house worth altogether, would you say, if it was About 500000 And how much is the mortgage? My, the mortgage is $3,120.20. And she, it's about a $400,000 mortgage altogether? Yes. So now she's going to sell your house and keep the $100,000 equity that's left in the house, not even give it no. to you, right? No, she doesn't. She said that, that, that she's going to sell it and she's not getting any money because the $400,000 are gone. I don't know what she's spending on. So you have to sue your daughter uh-huh. in Los Angeles. You, I don't have a list of lawyers who work for free. You uh-huh. know, I, I mean, no. See, and, and have you called up legal aid or some kind of senior legal services in L.A.? No, I, no I haven't. The problem is some lawyers would t- this is a case that, that you could win. Your daughter's a crook. But right. your daughter will say she has no money. Let's say you win the case. And, and after you win the case, there's nothing there. Usually if there was, you know, if you just gave her the house and she didn't mortgage it, we could get the house back. The lawyer could take a piece of the house or, you know, a contingency. But th- there's no money here. There's no money in the house and it's a lot of work. Look, here's what I would do. I would call the district attorney's office. If you're the DA in L.A., did your daughter force you or bully you into giving you her own your house, giving her your own house? Did she force you to do that? Yes, she did. I was under duress when I signed. That's put elder abuse. And your daughter Mm -hmm. could be prosecuted. Maybe if the DA threatens to put her in jail, she'll come around and help you. But you're not going to find a lawyer to do this for nothing. I I Uh don't know. Let let me ask you a question. Call the district attorney elder abuse. They want to hear this story. Let me ask you another question. What did you learn from this? What should all the... You're 85 years old, right? Right. You're an old lady. What an old lady and old men. What's the lesson here about giving your things to your kids? You tell us now, Aurora. What did you learn? Because, not to trust anybody. Well, you can trust people, but don't give them the house or anything. Right. I know. Never again. I know. Call the district attorney, Aurora. Will you? Okay. Thank I you. I sure will. Thank you. Thank you. How cruel to have children who do this to you. And And... She's in L.A. I'll, I'll release her so she can't hear what I'm saying. But don't be as dumb as Aurora. Don't, you know, I, I mean, don't give stuff to your kids because they take and they don't give back. 
you, you want to give it to them? Don't, that's God's rule. Parents give, kids take, and they don't give back. I'm t- it's Len Tillum's rule anyway. I'm not God, but you know what I'm talking about. Hello, Heidi in Oakland, Len Tillum. You're on News Talk 910. Heidi, how come you're calling a lawyer? Well, I'm hoping you can help me, so thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's going on? All right. I saved for years and years for my dream kitchen. I ended up buying quite a few appliances from a local appliance store, and I bought a $7,500 Thermador oven that has not worked from the get-go starting in January when I got it. What kind of problems? We had all kinds of problems. We had um, a situation where the gas line was not bolted down um, underneath, and it was shooting flames in our um, oven and outside the backside of our oven. That could have burned your house down. It totally could have. No, no, wait a minute. Was that the Thermidor's fault or the dope who hooked it up's fault? The Thermidor. The Thermidor, the person who made the stove at Thermidor did not ta- you know, bolt it down. Okay, so there was a problem there. Go on. So I had a guy come out three times to figure that out. Then um, and it also had this like really, really strong gas smell, so he kind of tempered that, but not really. And then a couple months ago, the self-cleaning wasn't working. I've never used it. A guy came out to fix that, supposedly. And then um, on October 11th, um, right before I was going on vacation, I decided to do the self-cleaning. 20 minutes into it, it, I was upstairs, and I heard a big explosion, and I ran downstairs, and basically it had blown out the glass in my um, oven door, and there was shards of glass everywhere. And I immediately turned it off, of course. And um, since that, I was even dealing with the store and the warranties while I was on vacation. And they just, everybody refuses to help me, and they just want to replace the door. No, no, wait a second. I had a Thermador once. It was the crappiest piece of junk I ever had. I wouldn't buy. I mean, it's just a piece of S-H-I, you know what? You know what I mean? It is. Well, I now know that after looking it up online. Yes. Look, I wouldn't trust an oven like that. You have no idea what else the explosion could have broken inside the oven. And if you were standing right in front of the oven when it blew up, you'd be dead now or crippled. Yeah, I would have shards of glass in me. That's Yeah, in, in your whole pelvic area probably, right? <laughs> it probably would have my thigh, yeah. Wow. I would have been like in my shins and my knees. But okay. I also have pets. And, you know, I had to get everybody out of the kitchen. And the mess to clean up. Well, there's a web page. Let me go through this. I'm going to help you. There's a web page called saferproducts.gov, S-A-F-E-R products, saferproducts.gov. It's from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. You go there and you type in Thermador oven. It comes up with eight hits of various problems with these oven, ovens. I don't know. I don't think there could be a worse oven. I would report this to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. Now, um, I think Thermador should help you because... Otherwise, you're going to keep talk, talking to me on the News Talk 910 audience announcing that Thermador kills people, okay? Well, and the store I purchased it at, they keep, you know... What's the name of the store? I will gladly tell you. It's Airport Appliance. Airport Appliance, and they won't help you either. Where are they located? Well, the one I went to is in Hayward. Okay. If you've been dealing with the retailer and the company and none of them are willing to replace the oven, you have to right. sue them. Okay. And you can sue them in small claims court for up okay. to $10,000. And you want to make it better? You call up this airport what? Airport junk? What's this place called? <laughs> airport appliance. Airport appliance. You say, I spoke to Len Tillum on News Talk 910. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk to him about how to sue you in small claims court. And I'm going to say airport appliance, airport appliance, and Thermidor 15 times. You got it? Mm-hmm. Right. All right. right. By the way. 
and what you're going to sue for is $10,000. You can, even though the oven cost you what? How much? $7,500. 10000 because you had to clean it and other things. You know what I mean? All these problems. Well, I was wondering, can I also include punitive damages because they refuse to, like, service something that's a danger in my home? Punitive damages are for fraud. You, okay. I didn't you, know. You know, I, I, I would just ask for up to $10,000. And okay. call me back. You tell them. I spoke to Len Tillum on News Talk 910. And you okay. call up Thermidor. I want a new oven. And if you don't give it to me, I'm going to sue you. And here it is. Breach. I'm going to tell you the cause of action. Breach of the implied warranty of fitness for use. In other words, there's an, they, imply, they warrant. It's implied. Even though it's not in writing, this thing will be fit for the use you want it. And it's in breach of this warranty. You got it? Right. So I'm going to say it's a breach of implied warranty. Bre- of- breach of the warranty of implied fitness for use. It's not fit for use. It's dangerous. You want a new one, and you want your money back. You don't want this anymore. You sue them, and you sue Thermidor and the retailer. You got it? So I can, in the small claims, I can say Thermidor and then put their address, which is in Huntington Beach. I can do that here. You you have to figure out how to serve them, every corporation. If you call up or you go to, hold on the phone. David will help you a little bit. David, Thermidor, help her figure out how to serve them. It's the agent for service. I don't want to do it on the radio. David will help you in a second. But you call them, say, I'm suing you in small claims court. I want my money back. I'll buy a new oven from you, but not Thermidor. You got it? I don't trust this oven and you're not fixing it. Sue them in small claims court. And just think, if you call me back, I'll help you do the small claims court complaint. And we'll mention Thermidor in this crap place again a few times. Got it? I would love that, Lynn. Thank you. Hold on one second. Hold on. David. Help Heidi with finding the agent and how you serve him. David will take care of that. Shane in Castro Valley, Len Tillum. News Talk 910, Shane, how come you're calling a lawyer? I'm calling a lawyer because I want to know what I can do about a neighbor that has moved in a little bit over a year ago and has called the police over 100 times in that time about my business. What, what kind of a business you got? I have a bar. Well, it's a nightclub. I'm the only nightclub in Castro Valley. I'm the only one that has live entertainment. And what's so. the name of the place? Uh, Spanky's Lounge. And how long has Spanky's Lounge been in business? 26 years. Oh, what, your dad owned it? Yes. My grandfather bought it from my dad, and I bought it from my dad. And was it a nightclub with music at night, even going back 20 years ago? Oh, yes. That was the whole point of buying it. My dad was a musician, so he wanted a place to have his band play. So so you've been there. Spanky's been having music there 26 years. This woman moves in a year ago. And by the way, I'm looking at Spanky's in Castro Valley, you know, on Google Maps. And I yeah. see in the back of yours, that little gray house. She's got that house next to yours, right in the rear. Yes. And you'd think the dummy knew she was buying next to a nightclub. There'd be noise at night. How often does she call the cops again? Uh, she has called over a hundred times. I think that the I think the number is a hundred and twelve times, and she's called when there's absolutely been nobody here. So have the cops know they know what a lunatic she is, and they've just stopped showing up? Well, no, they have to show up, and it goes against my record as a call of service, no matter if it is a call of service, you know, or not. Wait a minute, you don't pay for that or anything, do you? Oh no, I don't have to pay for it, but it goes against my record, and now I'm having issues with ABC and. And this, I uh, got shut down for 20 days because of all this. No, no, wait, wait, wait a second. Woman. Let me explain. A nuisance is something when you unreasonably interfere with the right of a property owner to use and enjoy his property. So okay. Alameda County and maybe the city of Castro Valley, do they have some kind of disturbing the peace ordinance? 
You know, you're not supposed to make loud noise. And this is this a residential district? Uh, yes. It, it, well, it is, Parsi. I mean, the back side of the, the building is another, I mean, it's got, it's an office building. I have a restaurant uh, on just on the other side of that. But they built these houses, I would say, about 15 years ago, maybe a little longer than that. Now, what time at night does your music go on till? Uh, and all the neighbors aren't complaining? No, and I live across the street. Yeah, you, you know, you can't just use your property any way you want. I live in Sonoma. It's a small town. There was a dance school a couple of blocks from the square that rented out its backyard for weddings. And they were shut down because of complaints. But the neighbors were there before, you know, yeah. the noise started. So, do you have a use permit? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. I've done everything. I can. And, and the use permit. The rights to be to be in nightclub. I. Yeah, I you know, she came. She came to the nuisance. You were there first. You follow me on that? That means. Yeah. Your use permit gives you permission to make music until what time? One fifteen. Okay, so. Why did you lose your license, or why did you have to close down for twenty days? What happened there? Uh, well, call the service, and uh, about a year ago, I had uh, a, it was started. She started calling, and it was I would say about almost almost exactly a year ago. And uh, I had one of my doormen decided that he would like to drink, and they came out because of her call of service, and he was drunk at the door. Had a little bit to do with it. Okay, so that had nothing to do with her. So in, in the meantime, you've got a use permit. Go talk to the city council. Tell her, I'm sorry, this is what's going on. Um, maybe you could insulate side of her house or something. I don't know, or help her with something. But well, I built a cell wall. I, I don't know what else you can do. I, you know, she can um, keep calling the cops. They're not trying to close you down, are they? Oh, yes. They don't want a nightclub in this town. And it's not, and it's not a city, it's a town. And I've already talked to Nate Miley, who, who doesn't... Him and his girlfriend don't believe that there should be liquor anywhere in this town. Who is Nate Miley? Uh, the district supervisor. District 5, I believe. Oh, you're going to have problems. The neighbors are going to, you know, I mean, use permits can change, although you were yeah. there first. I would talk to some lawyer who knows about this and, and deal with it, but... And what happens if you stop the music at noon, at, at 12 midnight? Would that make him unhappy also? I uh, Well, she... She is called even when there is no music. I mean, I've, she's called in the middle of the day on a Saturday when I had nobody in here. And I've documented everything. How many people walk in my door every day? Just, uh, every time the cops... If, if, by, I, if, I, if, if I was standing outside your place at 1 a.m. on a Saturday night, would I hear the music blasting from inside? Oh, no, you wouldn't hear it blasting from inside. The door, the back door stays shut always. And the sound door, sound door works? Yeah. Look, she's abusing the process. You could consider suing her for abusive process. I don't know if you'll get a lot of sympathy on that. You know, okay. she's reporting you so much. You could try that. You can even try and sue her in small claims court. But you sue her, all the neighbors are going to turn against you, I'm afraid. You know what I mean? I understand. All right. I'm a neighbor, too. That's the only thing I have to say with that. I agree. <laughs> and you've been there first, and you should have a right to make a living. I agree with you. Good luck to you, Shane. Good show today. Good calls. You got legal problems, and you can't call it in? Send me an email. We've got a law office in Sonoma. Four other lawyers. We do trusts and estates. Who get your stuff when you die? God forbid somebody's in a nursing home. We've done over 5,000 asset preservation Medi-Cal cases. We have been doing elder law trusts and estates for over 20 years. 
We do trusts and estates, Medi-Cal planning, asset preservation. You've got legal questions about that. LenTillum.com. Send us an email, any kind of a legal question, and I read them at the end. Personal injury. Jim Gagan does high-end cases, voted a super lawyer. We send them to him. You got an accident, you need Jim Gagan. Carl K. writes this. My wife co-signed a car loan for a young friend. Last month's car payment, the guy spent the young friend bounced. Can my wife legally terminate her co-signership? Hey, Carl. Your wife was a sucker. There's nothing she can do. She promised to pay the car loan if the buyer couldn't do it. Don't co-sign for anybody and maybe your kids. But once you co-sign, you got, if you co-sign, you got to be willing to pay off the loan. Co-sign for your children. I wouldn't co-sign for anyone else. What was she thinking when she did that? Good show today. Come back tomorrow for more.